Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 278, Ethical Dilemmas, Rules, Values, and Beliefs. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host... Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world. It's good to be back with you. And I'm talking on a full moon in Leo that has a lot of relevance to this subject about our ethics, about our rules, about our values and beliefs. And this became particularly pertinent for me this week when I was put into an ethical situation about sharing information. And I realized that this wasn't the first time this had happened. And I will recount some of the situations in the past. But it really took me to a place of saying, what are my beliefs? In other words, what do I believe about life? What are my values? What do I stand by? And what are the rules, the line of which I will not cross? And this to me is coming up, not just for me, but for everyone in the world. Because as you know, I've spoken about Pluto going into Aquarius and it's about one degree, zero degree, one degree. And we've often seen it as having an ability to hear more information, to synthesize information, see the bigger picture. But I've never really looked at it as What line will you not cross? What is the rule by which you live your life? What is the ethic? And Aquarius is the second to last sign, and it very much is to do with distilling down everything that you know and just being left with the the gems, the jewels, the gold. And that gold, that gem is that which makes you who you are, that pure you. So I might use the word rule, but more like, what is my deepest integrity that to cross that line means I no longer exist in the form that I would like to be? My my essence is lost. And on this full moon, which is in Leo, the sign of shining, but also self-confidence, that strength like the lion, It's opposite the sun in Aquarius, and that sun in Aquarius, as I say, is conjunct Pluto. So this is really saying, where do I get my power from? Where do I get my strength from? I get my strength by living in total resonance with my deeper essence. I'll use those words. And at the same time, this full moon is being affected by Jupiter which is in Taurus, and it's also being affected by Saturn, which is in Pisces. And so it's the Leo part of me is being affected by Jupiter that says, hey, we can just go anywhere, we can do anything, enthusiasm. And Saturn that says, ah, yes, but if you do that, you better be careful. There are fear and shame that I can apply to you. And it reminded me so much of my work that I did with Tony Robbins almost 30 years ago now, who I very much admire still. 
And he talked a lot about these value systems and these beliefs and these rules and how they were different. And so if you'll just bear with me, I'm going to go through those stages so you yourself can look at what really is your essence of your being and what's your essence of your personality, your ego. And at the end, I'll give you a short meditation so we can really listen to parts of ourselves to get the deepest truth of what's happening for us. So what is a belief? A belief is something that is often passed down <laughs> from other people, or it can come from experience, but more often than not, we've heard it from our family. We may have pulled it forward from past lives. We may have heard it in our culture or, or our religion. And it's, as he describes it, it's, it's almost a belief that has no need to question the facts. Or you could say there's nothing to back it up. I just believe it. So beliefs can easily be swayed if someone comes in with a different opinion and goes, okay, maybe I'll believe something else. So they're less, they're more malleable, more flexible. But when we come to our values, they are those that we have maybe again been inherited. We inherited them from our parents, our family, maybe again from our religion or culture. But more often than not, I can see them if I look at your astrology chart. Our values are very entwined with that first breath that brings us onto this earth. It's, it's the petals that we chose to express our soul through. We can also see it in terms of numerology, as I've spoken about before. It's like what, what are the values by which you really hold true and that they influence your actions. And we all have different values, and it's always a healthy statement to make, and I suggest you do this, is writing down what are your top six values. And I remember doing this in the Tony Robbins courses. And as he often suggested, write down 12, write down 10, whatever, and then say, okay, if I had to take only six, which would be the six that I would choose? So don't limit yourself up front. And I know that many a time, and I'm reading what he's written in the past, it's like generosity, compassion, integrity, authenticity, self-reliance, independence, uh, helpfulness, etc. These are sort of values. But I also remember that when I was doing this, one of my values is curiosity. And without curiosity, which I spoke about last time, I'm really not wanting to move forward in life. In other words, curiosity does influence my activities. Responsibility, <laughs> for all it's worth, also <laughs> is part of what activates and influences my activities. You understand? Compassion. Yes. But also authenticity, honesty integrity. So please do spend some time, maybe after the podcast, just listing what really matters to you. What is it that you would stand by in those words? And then you want to look at, and I'll use rules, it's hard to say, your essence. What are the three or two or three things you would say, no, you can't get me to cross that line. And I would say that 
it's almost like a door shuts if someone asks you to cross that, whereas the values can shift. And I'll come back to that. So what are the rules? Now, again, you could say, well, a value is to be honest, but does that mean that your rule is I can never be dishonest? It's just not in my psyche. Or, you know, I often think of my own as a doctor, which is first do no harm. No, that is really important to me. It's, a, it's one of those contracts I made with myself. Or tell the truth, as I say, or be responsible. But again, many of those rules are ones which you stand by and you may never, ever be challenged, but it is where we meet our greatest dilemmas. And I think of how the people over the last, again, three or four years, many people made a decision to go in a certain direction based on their value system. Whether it was a religious one, a cultural one, a financial one, it, it's again, what actually sustains you and sustains those value systems? And I'll give an example that when I was with Tony Robbins, and this now is laughable considering what I'm about to say, he asked a group of people to come up on stage and he said, okay, would you eat this tablespoon of, I'm going to say cockroaches? And the majority of people said, oh, no, I'm not going to eat those cockroaches. And he said, okay, if I give you $100, will you eat them? And one, one or two went, well, okay. And then they, he said, okay, I'll give you $1,000. Oh, more we're going to change. 10000 Oh, yes, let's go for it. I'll eat that for $10,000. And in Tony Robbins' way, he actually had that $10,000 waiting there for them, so it wasn't just a promise. But what he showed was that what might be our value system, like, oh, no, you know, eating cockroaches is not part of my value system, or being honest is part of my value system, that that value system can be distorted both by reward, the promise of reward, and by the fear and shame that might come with threats. And this really ties into my, if I may say, Jupiter is all about the reward, Saturn is all about the threats. And so really when it comes to it, does our does, do, do those things value um, challenge your value system? That's what I'm asking. So you might say, oh, I'd never steal. Oh, but I might steal if it was for my children. Or uh, I may, having, may not have an affair unless the other person's having an affair at the same time. I mean, my husband or whoever. In other words, our value systems can start to have these conditions on them. And I think that that's really important for us to appreciate is it's not to say your value systems can't change. In fact, they need to change. But are, when we choose to be swayed by either reward or fear, are we still living true to ourselves? And I'll, I'll use that word. And I think that I've seen so many instances of that. And I, often we will apply something like, well, 
it was a good thing to do. It was a bad thing to do. In other words, we we start to judge ourselves. Well, I I wouldn't have done it, but you know that person was bad. I was bad. They were good. <laughs> so we apply a sort of judgment system to it. And I think sometimes I've heard some of the worst situations where someone's value system has really stepped up against really the judgments of the family or their friends or whoever around them. I have to stay by my value system, and that may mean that I no longer have friends or my family might not speak to me. But I honor my values. And that might be almost, as I say, a rule, an essence. I cannot do that. I cannot go against this. This is not something that can be swayed by reward or fear. It's just who I am. And I think that's when that turns into, as I say, a, a solid essence, a rule of yourself. So when you're looking at your own value system, ask yourself, how easy can I be swayed? And is there something that I can be bought with? Can I prostitute myself to receive something even though it goes against my value system? And as I say, once the value system becomes so strong inside you, it's like that essence, that ethical essence that cannot be moved. So when I move into that realm of what are those rules, what's that ethical essence? In this situation that I'm talking about, it was about giving information that was non-judgmental, but gave the bigger picture. And I reminded myself of a couple of times when I was invited to go on to a television program back in the 90s. And I remember one program where I was being asked as a homeopath and someone who was interested in complementary medicine to go and talk next to a very orthodox doctor. And it was on the matter of cancer. And after Obviously, afterwards, I realized that the reason I'd been chosen was that I was supposed to battle with this doctor and attack this doctor and defend my right, <laughs> where what happened was I said, well, that's very reasonable. I would suggest that what the approach of this doctor is reasonable and complementary medicine is complementary, so let's work together. Well, of course, afterwards, the producer went, that wasn't what you were meant to say. You were supposed to be angry or defensive. <laughs> and I thought, it's not my nature. I'm about giving information. I don't judge that information. It's not for me to judge. I want everybody to have the information that's as widely possible so other people can check in with their own value system and see if it applies and resonates with them. And there was another situation somewhat similar where I was being asked to really focus on one particular form of complementary medicine and saying, this is the way, <laughs> this is the answer, and yes, we can find it. And I, I had to say, well, it's not like that. Holistic medicine says there's a, there's a mind, body, spirit, there's a soul. You can't define health for everybody in one way. Everybody I meet has their unique signature. They're here for unique reasons. One treatment isn't going to help everybody, and nor is applying one therapy, even starting to understand the consciousness of the individual, 
whose greatest gift may be dying at that moment because that means that they've succeeded in experiencing all that they came to do on this planet. So again, I wasn't asked to go again. <laughs> and I think this is one of my rules. I cannot give false information or, again, maybe false isn't the right word, I cannot give inadequate information based on just one premise. One of my rules is I want to give you all the information, make it all available for you to make your decision. And I won't be coerced one way or other into doing anything else. So I ask you, what is it that you will stand by? What is one of your strongest rules? And have you been tested in that? Is that how you look at your own life? And there is in theosophy a statement that says, ring pass not. And when it was stated, it was really about how if we're living in a very um, simulated world where there are certain rules, you can't pass outside those rules. But, you know, I'm suggesting that when we are in touch with our essence and what really as a spiritual human being we are acting out, and living, then this is far beyond any small rules that are being made by humans. This is about your spiritual integrity. This is about your how you define yourself as a conscious universal being. And that, if we break that, then we break the very essence of who we are. And so just once again to say beliefs can constantly be changing. Values, are something by which we are influenced in our activities, and, but they can change. But there are certain activities that, or certain values that we will not let go of, and I then suggest those are rules. Just one last point before we go into the exercise that we're going to do is that sometimes we have such strong value systems that we say, I can't be with anybody who is like this and this and this, and then we find that to have a relationship, we have to let go of some of our expectations of other people. So again, it's one of those situations where you're saying, is this a rule that I cannot break and therefore I need to meet someone or be around people who absolutely live the same way? Or is this a value system that I can bend and be flexible with because being with these people is, is in some ways not distorting badly or letting me down, I can still be in this place, but I can also be with these other people with a different value system. So we all have those questions to ask ourselves. So if you are able and if you would like, let's do a, a short meditation. Please, as always, only do this when you can close your eyes. And if you're not in an appropriate place to do that, please wait till later. So please to close your eyes. And now just take a few short in-breaths, a long out-breath, and just repeat that a few times. Settle into your body. Settle into the core of your body as if there is a vertical channel running up and down your spine like the trunk of a tree. This is your strength, your inner strength comes from those rules 
uh, essential ethical energy. And using that image of a tree, let's imagine ourselves out in nature, perhaps by a tree or some trees. But it's a place where you can sit down, look around you, smell the aromas, hear the sounds. And then just be still. And we're going to invite three different aspects of the spirit world to come to meet you. The first one we will see and feel, may not see them totally, but they are a spirit of the family or a friend. They may well be someone you never met, but they are in spirit. Someone who loves and honors you so much. They know what you're feeling, you're thinking. And as they approach you, they may even give you a hug. And they stand looking at you, looking in your eyes. And they say, what I value about you is. Hear them. Hear what they value in you. And then they say, I can see the bigger picture, what's going on in your life. This is the wisdom I want to share with you from where I can see objectively what's happening in your future. Hear their words. Now they pull away and they stand next to perhaps a different tree, allowing space for a beautiful spirit to come by who is a spirit of an angel, archangel, of a deity, God, archetype, Jesus, Mary, someone who you really look up to for their beautiful energy. Let them come close. Feel their presence, their love. They also can see right into your soul, into your being. And they say, what I value about you is.
And then they say, from where I'm looking, this would be my advice for the next few weeks or days or even months, coming from a place of ethical living. Hear them now. Now, thanking them for their presence, ask them to just step aside. And the last being that's coming to you is your own higher self. The 90% of you that doesn't incarnate, it knows you very well. It steps up, may have a, a form that you can see or just feel, feel its essence. And it says, this is what I value about you. Hear it now. The words may be different from each character. And then from your higher self who loves you, never leaves you, what advice would it give you from an ethical point of view for the next few months ahead? And knowing you can return any time, thank all the characters for coming. See them looking at each other with a smile, knowing that they have brought this trinity of wisdom, love to your soul at this time. And with that, let their images fade. And slowly bring your awareness back to the room where you are. And obviously, I suggest you write down everything you were told from each character, especially those value systems, but also the wisdom, most importantly. There are always those who can remind you of your true essence, where your deep ethics lie. Call on them any time to make you stronger, more determined, more forthright, more proud of who you are as a lion in this Leo for moon. Just to complete, just to let you know, we're going to have a live podcast next week, February the 1st. You can go onto my calendar to see this and be able to register. And if you register, it means you get the full hour rather than just the podcast piece. You can also ask questions if you're able to come live. If not, you will still get the recording. You will also see, I will advertise this on social media and also through my emails. So please do make sure you've signed up 
to get emails on my information from my website. But until next week, when I hope to see and hear from you live, February the 1st, take care of yourselves. Be true to yourself, be true to your values, and be true most of all to the beautiful soul that you are. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Tumblr, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heartspeak.